This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their taproom in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yo, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting from the Beer Guys Radio Studios in Marietta, Georgia. And this is time for our annual Oktoberfest Fun Facts and blind beer tasting show. I'm Tim Dennis, and with me as always is the man who can rock a dirndl like no other, Brian Hewitt. And you should totally see it right now. Hey, Tim, joining us today, we have Anthony Story with Storytime Construction and Nathan Schieber from Cherry Street Brewing. We're going to talk about blind taste and rank Oktoberfest beers. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Much appreciated. And Brian, important fact there that Storytime is a Beer Guys Radio sponsor. They are, yes. But it did not impact us having, okay, a little bit. It did. It impacts a little bit. But uh, we've known you much longer than you've been a sponsor of the show. We've hung out, been building breweries all around the area, right? Yeah. You probably had your hands in quite a few of the breweries in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. Well, Even as many as I have, I mean, there's still breweries popping up left yeah. and right. Yeah, I probably need to get with you and make sure my list is up to date because you probably know some things that I don't. You, you probably yeah. get the word a little quicker than I do. On, yeah, sometimes. On some of these, <laughs> yeah. Well, he yeah. knows yeah, about them when yeah. they're thinking about getting built, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when they get there. So we um, share. It's a uh, synergistic relationship here. Symbiotic? Yeah. Yeah. No, synergistic. Oh, synergistic. Yeah. Like, uh, I was thinking one's more. a moray eel or and the other one's a shark or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I'm not sure which is which. Synergetic symbiosis. There you go. Something along That's those lines. That's probably exactly yeah. what it is. Which one of us is the fish stuck to the other side of That's the other right. one, though? Yeah, exactly. I think we'd be the sucker fish riding along. Probably, right? probably. As long yeah. as we get good snacks in the process. Yeah, That's whatever. Right. Whatever it takes, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Nate Sheber, Cherry Street. Nate, second year joining us for the Oktoberfest show. Yes. How many times have you been on with us before? I think we've had you few times right yeah i was gonna say this is like five or six at least yeah yeah we Easy. had joe mcintyre last right year. and did you do nate did you do nate yeah. yeah yeah and joe is currently in aruba and did you dude is preparing for a move to mexico did we decide it was the Council of Nates or the League of Nates or something like that? We had something, the, the panel of Nates. Yeah, the, there was like three of you. It was super confusing. It Nate, really was. It was, everybody, right? Yeah. Nate, Nathan, did you do Nate, Nate, Nate. That's actually, right. I think we everybody prefers Nates. Nathan, but we insisted on calling everyone Somebody's Nate, so that's amazing. Yeah. We got no Mike Nate, so that made <laughs> no that. Mike, yeah. No that's Mike right. Nate, did you do Nate, and Nathan, or Nate, 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 Nate. Nate, 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 Nate. <laughs> we made it through, though. Yeah, we did. There was beer there. We didn't care. Have exactly. beer, don't care. That's exactly right. It worked out well. It did. Yeah, it well, great. Brian, we're tasting Oktoberfest beers this week. We're pretty open with what we're trying as far as Fest beer versus Martzen. A lot of people talk about that, debate that. But you have done the research, Brian, and you can tell us the difference in these beers, right? Yeah, so basically the idea was people had been drinking Martins. They're bigger, maltier, sweeter, heavier. They're really enjoyable. They, they're great when it, the weather starts getting cooler. But people were looking for something they could drink in greater quantity because you've got those big steins. I think they're called Leaders. Moss, I think a- M-A- 
with the nobody knows. With the There's yeah. really no way to find. Anyway, out. yeah, the leaders, and so it's it's a little harder to drink the the margins in quantity. So they went with the fest beers. The fest beers are lighter in body, uh, you know, lighter in color too, typically, but they tend to be a little higher in alcohol. So you can drink them faster, and you can get your twist on there a little easier. Is the summary of it anyway? So the attendees wanted a lighter beer than the Martins. Yeah, and the brewers responded by like, "All right, we'll make it lighter." But it's going to have more alcohol. Exactly. So we're going to see a lot more beer likings out there. Yes, you beer liking. You yes. remember that? You remember that? I do. We've, We've got all kinds of fun yeah, little yeah, yeah, phrases yeah. too. I think it actually started off with a, a dunkel was the original okay. back in like the eighteen ten when it first came out. It's gone progressively from darker to lighter, and the and the, uh, the fest beer really kind of hit its run there. Uh, I think I believe it was in the nineteen seventies, mid seventies. So, and yeah. Brian, what are the rules? Like, I think any beer served at Oktoberfest is considered a fest beer. Is is that or it's an con- Oktoberfest beer? It's considered an Oktoberfest beer. So any beer served at Oktoberfest, no matter what kind it is, non-alcoholic, whatever. It's an Oktoberfest beer. Cool. And the only ones that the only beers that can be served there are by the I believe it's twelve breweries within the city limits there. Those guys are the only ones that can brew. So anything they bring basically becomes an Oktoberfest beer. So if they want to do a fest beer, it's fine. So when they change styles, it doesn't matter. It's an Oktoberfest beer because you're drinking it at Oktoberfest. So that's it. So the, there you go. It has to be from the within the city limits, and that's the big thing. So it's twelve breweries and that's what you got. So and I, I think the Run Heights Kabat actually applies there. I think they enforce that, though. A little debate on that. I was looking at Wikipedia, and nobody cited a source on that, so we don't know if they're still enforcing that. But I think they are. I think all these qualify, you know? I believe so. I doubt they're putting anything funky into fast beers. I doubt it. I don't think they're doing a lot of crazy dry hopping or adding, you know, passion fruit or guava or anything. Can you not dry hop? For the Reinhardt, well, you probably out. could, yeah, because it's it's hops. You yeah. could definitely do that, but mm-hmm. I mean, so only maybe on they Sundays are. after three p.m. That's though, right. Probably. That's right. That's yeah, it works. There used to be restrictions on it too. I think you could only brew for certain parts of the year, which is where the Marsden got its name. Yeah. So they brewed it then, made it darker, and it, something that could last until the Oktoberfest season. So. Like, weren't there rules with brewing that like you could be severely punished if you didn't follow them? I think. Yeah. Like exiled or put to death and like serious Germans do punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Have you, have you heard about this? So there was, that does come to mind. I'm trying to remember what I heard about that, but yeah, I think if we try to remember, we just chop it to pieces, right? Yeah. And you know what? It might not have been Germany. It might've been one of the Norwegian countries. I think it was, I think it might've been, I think it may have been when we were talking about Saison's. And uh, that, that you had to brew a certain amount, and if you didn't, you know, this and that. But we could be mixing up our European right countries. That's right, for the there. crown or something, they required yeah. you to brew a certain... It was against the law to not brew beer. Right. I think the that Norwegians the had to brew at least 100 liters of fest beer for Martin so they could enjoy them at Passover. And if you exactly. didn't, then you got stoned to death. And you couldn't <laughs> part- you could not participate in Halloween festivities. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah. It's the law. Which is disappointing. It would be terribly disappointing. They can't dress up. Yeah, exactly. You know, Tim, let's talk about the beers of the week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Brian, we've got a fantastic list, a bigger than usual list. Yes. To sample this week. Uh, Shout out to our friends at The Nest for sponsoring this segment. It's football season, Brian. Football season's kicked off. The Nest is a good place to go. Nate, 
Years ago, when you were working at the Nest, yeah. it popped up on That's my right. the eight foot hot dog. Yeah, I keep it seeing up that. On yeah. my uh, reminders on my Facebook, where it was called the longest yard. Yeah, it was a yard it long. It was a hot yard dog, right? long hot dog with jalapenos. Yeah, uh, ground beef. special made bun. Yeah, I want that back. Like I need that, that back in my life. That, that's right. The bun was special. They yeah, they, like, the bun. I mean, this was a yard long yeah. sausage on a roll. It came out in like. Eight pizza trays yep. or something. Yep, had to stack them together <laughs> yeah. to make it, it kinda, happen. It was like a windy road of meat. It was amazing. Yeah. We are going to talk to our people at the nest and see right. and, and demand that they bring back we the longest yard sausage. Yeah. But yeah, go check them out. Football seasons. Get some wings. Have a beer. Watch some football. Good times. Brian Oktoberfest. Yes. Fest beers. Martins. Run down this list really quick, and we'll dive into them a little more as we go on. Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Now to mix it up a little bit, Brian, Sam Adams Fest Beer is out this year, okay. too. It's going to be put in the mix, but they may be in the same round. They may be different. There's just really no Nobody way to knows. Know. We'll find out. Uh, at the recommendation of Highwire Brewing, we have Highwire Zirkus Fest in the list here. Ironmonger Oktoberfest, our good friends at Ironmonger uh, have an Oktoberfest out. We're going to get into that. Yingling, Brian, because that is a popular one. We have Hofbrau München Oktoberfest Bier. And we have Hackershore Oktoberfest Martin, Polliner Oktoberfest Martin, Bell's Oktoberfest. And, Brian, we have more Oktoberfest than we can handle in yes, the we tasting. Do. We can't taste everyone in here. And you were down talking to John Roberts at Bold Monk Brewing today, and he sent some of his beer up. Uh, we're definitely going to sample that one. We'll see, if we, we'll see what we can do to maybe mix it in here. He was nice enough to send some up, so... We do appreciate that. We'll yeah. see if we can get on it. And Brian, you know what? We rambled so much about fast beers and that you get no news. You know what? Do you want to throw it? You got something to say, right? It's, it's a quick one. Snyder's has released two pretzel beers. One of them is a Goza style ale with passion fruit and guava, and the other one's a pretzel marzen, and they use pretzels in the mash. So, and this is Snyder's of Hanover, the Snyder's pretzel Hanover. company, right? Yep, that's correct. And they're available now. And if you can't find them, you can order it from their website. Crazy, so two different beers, crazy yeah. stuff. Well, good stuff. Well, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. It's our Oktoberfest beer tasting show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back right after this. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. The best brewmasters are obsessed with creating a high-quality, consistent product. That means reducing mass viscosity for better wort separation and increasing brew house efficiency. UltraFlow Max from Novozymes helps you achieve both. It is time to brew with enzymes. Increase your brew house efficiency and achieve faster filtration today with UltraFlow Max from Novozymes. Order a free sample today at www.brewingwithenzymes.com slash beerguysradio.
Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Your revolution is over, Mr. Lebowski. Condolences. The bomb's lost. Now, back to the Beer Guys radio show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Remember, all episodes are available on demand, so if you miss the broadcast, get the podcast. Beer Guys Radio is available on all popular and unpopular podcasting apps. Now let's get back to the Oktoberfest. The Oktoberfest Show. Brian, you have some unfun facts to share. Before you do that, why don't we talk a little bit about the beers that we sampled. In order to use time efficiently and not waste a lot of on-air time with us quietly tasting beer, we're tasting between segments here. Makes a lot of sense, And then we're talking. So we've tried four so far, and uh, we'll get this. I tell you what, uh, Ant, I'll start with you. What's your thoughts on beer number one? Uh, it was tasty. I mean, it was an easy okay. drink. Yeah. Um, could definitely have a few of those. And I think we all discussed, and we guessed that's probably a fest beer style yeah. on that one. Right? Yeah, I with think the so. Lighter, very much lighter, lighter easier yeah. to drink. Yeah. Nate, how about you? Numero uno, what would you think? Numero uno was great. Five okay. baseball bats. Five bats on, uh, on numero uno. That okay. was, it was perfect. It was very traditional, very mild. Just seemed like something you should be drinking a ton of at a cool. festival. It was great. Cool. Yeah. Out of the four we've tried so far, which has your most bats? One and three, it's tough. Okay. It's, it's four and a half and All five right. there. You know, I got you. And that's what makes this fun is it gets competitive. Yeah. Like, you know, to your palate there, you know, they'll have a couple of different ones there. So, Brian, what's your favorite out of what we've tried so far? Out of the ones so far, I think three has got it for me. Okay. It was a darker one. I, I like the elements there. I think I'm going to have to go with Nate on this one. I think number one would probably be my second, give it okay. all things considered. Uh, my least favorite was number two. So, okay. Where were you okay. at on this, Tim? You know what? I, I actually think we're all, other than maybe some discrepancies in one and three, and y'all in the last segment will tell you what all of these are because we don't know right now, yeah. blind tasting. But I think I would go three, then one. Okay. And then four, then two. And I can say. I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. Three I really yeah. liked. Yeah. I think we all agree traditional Martzen. Yes. Malty, rich, very little rich, sweetness, yeah. very autumnal, very seasonally appropriate. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for in the beer that I want this time of year. So that was good. Um, number one for me had a little more bitterness than I want, and it was a little lighter than I like in my preference for the style. So so three definitely takes my spot right now. And uh, number two, I didn't care for number two at all. So number two had some issues, but you know, it, it's worth noting that, like we said, the first one's a fest beer. The other three have all been Martins. This is what it looked like. That's to me. what Unless it looks like. I think so. somebody got really crazy with the, the color, you know, the grains that you used just in never know beer. these days. Yeah. You just yeah. never so know three Martins and a fest beer so far. Yeah. And it okay. looks like the, uh, the Martins are winning right now. So I kind of figured they would for me. Just yeah, with my palate, yeah. I kind of figured that would but be the that case. But that fest beer is, is nice. I could see knocking back uh, that in quantity. I could see that. Going back and forth, you know, do yeah. that till the sun goes down. Pacing you know, yourself. You, exactly. you get that sweet, and then you, you fill it, finish it off. You know, you switch it back to a little bitter hoppy, and then, you know, like, that would be my yeah. move. That's a okay. great strategy That's right there. Okay. Is it not like, I mean, four, I, I'm three and four. Um, and three and one four. Down, yeah. Okay. All Partly right. because the four was a little flatter, a little less carbonation in it. And you that, like that? I like that Are a little bit better. Are you one of better. them freaks? Yeah, I like Cascale. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that's right. Yeah. I, I just, the lower combination okay. is, is better for me. You know, I, people are horrified how I just dump a beer in a glass sometimes. Pour know. it hard and let it bubble off there yep. some, right? That can be good, though, especially if there's a lot of aromatics, because that'll really release them all. And that's I've been surprised at how good. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew that about you. Yeah. I've been surprised at how different that can make a beer taste, pouring it really it hard. Can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got on our countertop over here, we have a physics. 
Yes. That is. Are you familiar with the physics, either of you guys? Mm-mm. So this thing came out probably about five years ago, and it uses, I think, ultrasonic vibration. It kind of simulates a nitro pour, sort of. And we got in touch with the owner of the company, and he sent us a couple of these units to check out. And I'll admit, I'm always curious to try gizmos and gadgets. I had low expectations for this thing. <laughs> Works extremely well. It does. Really? And it really changes the mouthfeel, the aroma, and all of that. Can be for the better or for the worse, because there's yeah. certain beers that the way it changes it, it doesn't work with. But there's some that it really opens them up and brings out a lot of those aromatics and stuff, that, like floral, floral beers, milder beers and that. So, you know, which would probably be equivalent to like the hard pour to get it to... Exactly. You know, foam exactly. up like that. It definitely takes a lot away from some other beers. So it you does. Have to be very it strips some of them. It sure does. I think yeah. that they were pushing it towards people doing a Guinness pour. They were going for that. Yeah. But it's it's got f- far more ranging abilities than that. It's so you, a lot you of just pour it in a glass and just set it in the machine and it just shakes it? No, or you put it inside and there's a hose. that go, Like, you can yeah. put a whole growler in there oh, okay. and pour it out like a tap. But the, they uh, went on Shark Tank. Okay, okay, okay. They got funded by Shark Tank. And then... I have the six-pack version of that. You do have <laughs> the six-pack right. version of that. Yep. <laughs> Now, yours doesn't do that. It just pumps the beer out. Yours is just a tap, right? Is it just a tap? Uh, I think, think, that, no, I think there was supposed to be some sound involved in it, too, to was help there? keep it carbonated. Was the sound you just, like, making noises yeah, while you mm-hmm. filled it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> that was, that so, doesn't count, man. That was one that of the most count. intense stereo experiences our <laughs> music has ever had. Just the most harmonic experience ever on Beer Guys Radio. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah. Brian, let's talk unfun facts about Oktoberfest. No fest this year in Munich, right? Yeah, for the second year in a row, Oktoberfest has been canceled and prior to last year, the last time Oktoberfest was canceled was 1949, which I believe was uh, I don't know why 1949. That's is that that's uh, that wouldn't too late war for the war. Period, right? Yeah, it? there must have been something else going on. I I looked at it and I thought, oh yeah, it's a long time ago. That was World War II. It's like no, I think that was afterwards. But uh, yeah, at the moment, the next Oktoberfest is planned to start September 17th, 2022. So we are a year away. That's a very unfun fact when it okay. comes to uh, doing the Oktoberfest stuff. Do you have any funner facts about Oktoberfest? I, I do. There have been a 186 Oktoberfests in Munich, and the price of a liter of beer in 2021 was going to be around 12 euros or 12.5 euros. As we mentioned before, only six breweries are allowed to produce beer for Munich's Oktoberfest, and that's Augustiner, Hackershore, Lohenbrau, Polliner, Spaten, and Hofbrauhaus. They're all legally within the Munich city limits. Officially, legally, any beer style sold there, as we talked about, Oktoberfest beer. Doesn't yeah. matter what it is, it's an Oktoberfest. Fest beer because and it's there. The Lowenbrow there, to my understanding, unrelated to America's Lowenbrow. But yeah, I believe that's correct. You know, yeah. I never thought to look into that, but well, yes, that's I'm like pretty Budweiser. Sure that's correct. You know, Budweiser is Czech, but there's a Budweiser there that is Budvar. But Budvar, yeah, yeah. but it's not. Budvarser. It really was the Beer of Kings, (laughs) like the one that we have here. Yeah. Yeah. There is a beer police squad that monitors pours to ensure you are not deprived of your full liter of beer when you are served. Uh, The average Oktoberfest glass weighs about five pounds. So when people are holding that out, you have to think that that's that's a little bit more than you're expecting with those Stein holding things, which I guess the point of that is just to hold it straight and not drop it, right? Well, I mean, you can get something like a small book. Yeah. And just that amount of weight, you hold it out straight in front of you for a while. 
while. It gets heavy. It's just like holding planks. it out there. Honestly, just holding my hands out for a long period of time, yeah, like looking for but, food or money or something like right. that, it gets heavy. It gets difficult. Spare so, some change. Yeah, that's right. Change. Trying to get a bite of steak from a plate to the mouth. He's like, oh, oh, oh my God, so heavy. So difficult. Yeah, it's uh, the largest fest outside of Germany is in Kitchener, uh, Ontario. They get over 600,000 visitors. The largest in the U.S. is in Cincinnati, Ohio, with over 500,000 visitors. Interesting. And uh, I think this is one you found. I didn't know about this. John Denver's Country Roads is a very popular song at October. I did find that, yeah. yeah. There's a couple of American songs that apparently are very traditional at the real Oktoberfest, with Country Roads being one of them. I'll bet Seven Nation And Army let's go is, full circle. Yeah. Fallout 76 uses country roads because it's in West Virginia. So. Oh, there we go. And I'll bet Seven Nation Army from the White Stripes. Yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. I bet you because that gets played at every football game and soccer game everywhere. And probably every Brit there wants to listen to Mr. Brightside because that's their thing. Is that just it's a guess not or a do fit, you know this? That's me guessing. I'm just guessing based on what people want to listen to. I wouldn't be no, surprised. I'm guessing no, somebody like asked this, for Brian. I, don't I bet like you this. it's played on the tuba too. No. Yeah. No, Brian. The sousaphone. No. <laughs> the sousaphone. Yeah. What I want to see is 600,000 or a million drunk Germans singing John Denver. That would be yes. awesome. I, I want to yes. see that. I want to Especially not fully understanding the words. I Absolutely. Mean, oh, that's, that'd be, that'd be the, Getting it wrong, mixing German and English together. Yeah, exactly. And we have a playlist on Spotify. We still have we the do. playlist. We do. We right? have yeah, an Oktoberfest yeah. playlist. We do. There. So that will be out. fun. Uh, fun to listen to. Yeah, good time. Awesome. Well, y'all, we need to take a break. You were listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show annual Oktoberfest blind beer tasting. We'll be back with more right after this. Headed to the Battery in Atlanta? Be sure to check out the Terrapin Atlanta Brewery and Taproom. Whether the Braves are playing at home or on the road, the Terrapin Brewery and Taproom is always pouring all of our locally brewed Georgia beers like Hop Executioner and High and Hazy, while also introducing small batch R&D beers created on our five-barrel pilot system right inside the Braves Stadium. And if you're looking for great food, we've got you covered with Fox Brothers Texas-style barbecue. Stop by and see us today at the Terrapin Brewery and Taproom at the Battery Atlanta. Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious tap room or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's tap room has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 target range. It's a perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Cannibal! Cannibal coming. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. 
Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our great radio affiliates, WVWI Radio 1, 1000 AM in Charlotte, Amalia in the Virgin Islands. Catch Beer Guys Radio on WVWI every Saturday at 1 p.m. Now let's get back to Oktoberfest beers. Oktoberfest beer tasting, Brian. We are all over it. Martins, Fest beers, whatever. Mostly Martins so far, I think. Mostly I mean, Martins. looking by the looks of them, I think mostly. I think we had one that we were trying to decide, was it a light Martin or a dark Fest beer? I think some are sneaking in. And where do the two differentiate there when you're crossing those lines? I don't know if there's a uh, an actual color like requirements, you right? Know, it's an SRM requirement for uh, one or the other, probably for Marzen, but I don't know about Fest beer. Maybe, maybe no one is. does. Yeah. no one does. It's impossible to know these. It things is. Then. It's yeah. totally impossible, guys. We've tasted four more. Anthony, what are your thoughts on round two, five through eight? I actually like number eight the best out of those. Okay, which all I think right. was opposite of all of y'all. All right, I think yeah, that is yeah. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got that, that little bit of bitterness that we were talking about on some of the others, but. Uh, it was nice and smooth for me. I like the flavor in it. Okay. All right. uh, number Good seven deal. had a little bit of spiciness or something that at the back of it that I didn't like. Didn't work for you there. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Nate, what you got, man? Round two there. Yeah, this group was pretty cool. It kind of had a wide range of what was going on with these beers, and we were getting kind of some old ale vibes. Kind of, yeah, I yeah. We talked sure about that. Yeah. Didn't really know if it was oxidation or or just kind of maybe a heavier alcohol content in that beer that was being thrown off with the other lighter beers. Uh, we had some that were smelled really hoppy. Kind of, I was getting some noble hops out of seven. Uh, real smooth, nutty, though. Eight, very easy drinking. Five was kind of cool because it kind of combined what I liked with one, which was my favorite so far, and kind of the nutty yeah. sweetness, too. Okay. So I had the best of both worlds, and I kind of okay. like this group. Yeah, All right, it's cool. cool. A good group for Nate. Yeah, it's a good Brian, group. tell me about it. You know, five and six were the ones I really liked. I thought five was solid. I think you had a guess as to what it was. I think that you're on the right track. It might be a different okay. American brewery. We'll find out. No. Tune in at 11 Tune to in find 11. out. <laughs> and it might be 11 before we get through all these. Yes, but, right. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking it's five and seven were the ones I really liked. I, there was something about seven that has a little bit of a light struck. It had some really nice nice hop flavor too i really like the kind of a little bit of funky a little bit of caramely okay. uh, the more i think about seven the more i kind of like seven okay so all uh, right eight was not i just didn't, didn't like that. do it that for was you, a huh? poor that was a pour directly into the the mixer we're into gonna the sip, mixer the, the yes. mixer we're gonna sip on after the show <laughs> we yeah. have a dump bucket here that is actually a, a stein a polliner stein it is one a liter stein. stein yeah and <laughs> last year we consumed it at the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> and it was not bad. It was better than the sum of the stuff we poured into it. I remember it. saying better than the sum of its constituent parts, right. I think is the yeah. phrase. Yes. It, it wasn't bad. It yeah. was not bad, man. It was not bad. I guess the the Festin October Festin Martin beer there that we put in, the Germanican Melange. Uh, the, the, the Melange. The Spice Melange. <laughs> yes. The, the Fest Melange. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, give your mic to No Mike Nate, please. All right. We always All right. Here we go. No Mike Nate works hard for the money, and we don't let him talk much. He doesn't get it. And the last time we did let him talk, the only thing he had to say is you got one minute left. We give him a mic to join us on the show, and I'm like, you're being kind of quiet. And he's like, we have one minute left. I'm like, oh, thanks. We appreciate your input. Nate, you work. You take care of the blind tastings for us here. You pour for us. So you know what's going on, man. But what are you feeling right now? You know you may be biased by labels. But uh, what do you think of the flight so far? I mean, so far, number one is my top. One's the there night. for yeah. you. Okay. That, like that little honey apple crisp taste to it. Yeah. Almost more like a cider than it was a beer. 
I really liked it. You dug that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Would you say that it was true to what you expect in the style of a Fest beer? No, it was definitely lighter than okay. what I expected. Does that matter to you? If you order a Fest beer and it comes out like that, are you happy? Uh, yeah, I think I'd be happy with okay. that. Okay. All right. I think I'd be pleasantly surprised by it. Okay. Is there any for you that have stuck out right now as I do not care for that? There's been a couple, unfortunately, offhand. I don't. You don't have you don't have your numbers like we do, so you're you're not going to call anybody out here up front, then, no, right? No, okay, of fair enough. All right, Nate, that's all you get, man. I'm done with you now. We'll get you back to no. I get my Nate mic stay, back. Nate yeah. stays over there. He helps us out a lot here. Keeps uh, keeps the board going. Pours the beer for the tasting, so it's good he stuff. He does, and tries to trick us with how he pours them, too. Trixie, He's going out of his way Trixie, to, to mix it up, no make it Mike, difficult. Nate. Brian, let's talk more about some fun facts of October. Let's get into fun, because we talked unfun last time. Well, we got some fun. There was a oh, fair well, amount of you fun You did in get in a little. Oh, that's right. We talked about it a yeah, little we bit did. there. But tell me about some of the fun phrases that these German madmen have come up with for Oktoberfest. Well, one of the finest ones is the uh, the fru shopping. You know what that is? I don't recall. Tell me about it. That is morning drinking. It's the uh, tradition of meeting at a pub late in the morning to drink a Weiss beer, or Weiss beer as they might say, and sometimes a meal. It was popular after a church service in the regions of Germany, but uh, it's kind of been a, in decline with the uh, the lack of church attendance. So it's, Oh, uh, right. But, uh, I do remember it's, that now. It's a popular German drinking phrase and activity still to, okay. to this day so there's that and of course you've heard ozapt is you know what that is. is it is tapped it is tapped a it traditional tapped. proclamation to kick off oktoberfest which reminds me i don't have the stats for it but people bet on how many hammer hits it takes to tap the traditional keg and i believe the, the lord mayor actually does the tapping at the low end it's two people one guy had a string of doing it with two taps, and I believe the guy who did the worst job of it was in the teens. I think in was, the teens. Yeah, I think it might have Just been as high home. as sixty. Yeah, seriously, yeah. it's like, are you even in politics? What are you even doing? Don't no. you get stripped of citizenship if that happens? <laughs> I think he was ejected. You cross the, the double digits. He, he lost his office hey. and was and was kicked over to Austria. Yeah. Have we ever had a single hitter? No, it's never happened. It's oh, always been really? two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From what I've I seen, guess it's always been two. It takes one to kind of seat it, it and the second to actually to penetrate it. So obviously, Prost is cheers. We referenced it earlier. Beer like in Tim. You know what? Let me back up, Brian. Hold on. Don't okay. don't break my flow. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. <laughs> I want to go over and try it, and I want to swing on it like a Happy Gilmore style, <laughs> and see if <laughs> I can get the club. one shot. No, I don't even need a golf club. I'm just going to run with the hammer. Okay. Put my full body behind it so I can tell you that that thing's going in or something's going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. We'll give it a shot. It, it probably will. So, beer like it. What do you think of that? Are what we do done talking about me? We are, yeah. We are. So After that or as a, before you got to that point, you might actually be a beer like it. So, beer is beer. Yes. And like are we talking like moss, like... It I actually know this. I'm just playing along with you. I mean, it sounds like that, but no, Tim. Nate, do you know beer liken? I have no idea. Do you liken the beer? I liken the beer. It, it is not. not it, it is. I am not incorrect, Brian. I would disagree with you saying that that is not what that means. What's that? I believe the position that they're talking about there is referring to. Oh, is it referring the to the just laid out? There. Oh, see, well, put it together there, Brian. I get it. I get what you're saying. So right. liking will grow on the ground or grow on rocks. Yeah. Just So let's fill there. people in on what beer liking is. It means beer corpses, so what locals call the people that get drunk too early and pass out in the grass. So 
in theory, you know, metaphorically speaking, you're filling it, yeah, right? I can yeah. see like they, yeah. they're like the grass on the rocks, right? You know, these drunk right. people. This one's fun. Gemutlichkeit. Gemutlichkeit. Yeah. Okay. It's a state or feeling of warmth, friendliness, and good cheers. Does so. that specifically refer to alcohol related or just in general? I think that's just in general, but okay. they are popular drinking phrases in Germany yeah. and would be heard most likely in reference to Oktoberfest. What does the word Elfugsgefahrung mean? That's uh, the feeling. I think it's a feeling of success or something like right. that. The, the feeling you get after being successful at something. Erfolgsgefahrung. Elfugsgefahrung. I know we're murdering. Yeah, we the named a, we named a homebrew after that. Did either of you guys have our Hefeweizen that we did named El Folkskafarung? El Pretty sure I've had. I bet you I've, have. I've had like so, every beer you made. Success feeling. Success feeling. That, a feeling yeah. of success. A success feeling. Exactly. Right. And there's a German word for the feeling of success. Yeah, I love Germans it. got some great phrases. I yeah. mean, they really encompass a lot in what they say there. But based on a little bit I know of German, it probably is a bunch of words rammed together into one word. <laughs> yeah, that's the way most of it is. Kindergarten, yeah. kindergarten is child garden. Like growing yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Child garden. Brian yeah. planting kids out in the yard. That's right. so, hey, you know. Don't forget to water the six-year-olds. That's so, right. Yeah. They won't ever grow if you don't. All right. Yes. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show, and I absolutely guarantee it's time for us to take a break. We'll be back very soon with more Oktoberfest Blind Beer Tasting. It's Brian and Tim, the Beer Guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta-area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Powder season is here, and the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia, has plenty of outdoor space for you to enjoy a cold beer and some tasty barbecue. They've got 48 taps of great beer, wine, cider, and even hard seltzers, plus an impressive craft cocktail list, so there's something for everyone. If you're ready for some friendly competition, head over every Tuesday for trivia, or relax and take in the local talent with live music every Wednesday and Sunday. Enjoy the great weather while you can. Grab your friends and head to the nest in Kennesaw, Georgia. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Shake it back! Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash beerguys. Patrons get cool perks like Beer Guys swag and commercial-free episodes. Now let's get back into the last bit of the Oktoberfest tasting. This is it. We have tasted 11. Yes. Fast beers and Martins. I want to throw in, uh, we've been chatting uh, online through our live stream. If you'd like to join us yes. for the live stream, you know, check out our Facebook page. But John Roberts, JR of The Bold Monk has been on. And uh, Ant, you were kind enough to bring some of his Fest beer in. We tried that one. It didn't get in the blind tasting. It did not. But we tried that and enjoyed it. Light, tasty Fest beer. A little grassy note to it. Sapphire hops, because Nate knows hops. And he says it's sapphire, not sapphire. He also asked about him, so yeah. And we yeah. enjoyed that. So that was tasty. JR, thanks for the hookup there. We appreciate it very much. Ant, I'm going to start with you, man. Your top three. Go What's your number three? 
Number three was five. Number three was five. Do you want to make a guess as to what that was? Well, you guessed Sierra Nevada. I I did. I think you were wrong. Okay. You are (laughs) right that I was wrong. There you go. I do have a guess for that one, too. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? Do you got a guess on it? I didn't have a guess. Okay. Brian, what do you guess? I was thinking that number five was likely to be Sam Adams. You are wrong as well. Oh, was I? Okay. Nate, you want to get in on this number five guess action? I would have said that was the Sam Adams. Okay. All right. That is our friends at Ironmonger Brewing. Was it really? Yes. Yep. So Ironmonger there. Okay. Number five. Number five is Ironmonger Brewing. Yes. And Brian, we drank that this week in the studio and dug that. And liked that a, a yeah. fair amount. Yep. Okay. I, not to spoil anything, but they make it pretty high up on my list. Still okay. blind uh-huh. tasted, too. Yeah. So. Ant, your number two, your numero dos. Oche. Oche? guess that's the Ocho. Ocho. Yeah. Ocho. The Ocho. Ocho. Going to Germany for this one. Paul yeah. and her Martin. Okay. Paul and her Martin there. And what took your top dog spot? The number 10. The number 10. Wow, Nate. Wow. I think we were all wowed by this one. Uh-oh. Samuel Adams Fespier. <laughs> See, that was, that, How that about was that? Sammy right. Adams in number 10, and I think we all dug that. You know what? I'll have to see what the rest of the list comes together. Oh, man. This is going to be madness. This uh, is madness. I think it this is. is. It is madness. every year. It's crazy. Wow. 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 Okay. We're going with guest first here, Brian. Okay, go ahead. Nate. Number three for Nate. Uh, number three, I had number nine. Number uh, three is number nine. Number yeah. nine is Sam Adams' Oktoberfest. Yeah. Oh, right? How about that? How about Which that? Is the first Oktoberfest I ever had in my entire life. I think that's probably a lot of people probably hit that first. Yeah. 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 Classic one there. Numero dos? Numero dos. I had number five. Number five? Okay. Ironmonger Brewing. Yeah. Their Ironmonger coming in strong with that, a good one there. It really combined the, yeah. the bitterness yep, and the sweetness yep. that I liked, and it, that was really good. Good stuff. Numero uno. Yes. Ten baseball bats out of ten. Ten out of ten, man. Number ten. Number ten. All right. <laughs> Sam Adams is coming in strong already. Crazy. How about that, man? And How that was the that? fest beer, right? Ten, was ten the is the fest beer. beer. Yeah. Nine is the Oktoberfest. I did get fest beer, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You guessed that when you I got that one. That. All right. Yep. Are you just saying the style, or you thought that was Sam Adams' fest beer? No, I had no idea what beer it was. I just, I was, oh. I was like, oh, I, I could get Is that style. really worth bragging about? Is that, I mean, was it that much of an <laughs> accomplishment? 50-50 shot. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Tim. Shut up, right? Whatever. So, Tim, whatever. Brian Hewitt, what's your number three beer? Oh, boy, this was tough. Between one, three, five, nine, and ten, it was hard to decide. <laughs> wow. But <laughs> how many did you? You know what, I mean, guys, between what, number one, three, five, so nine, and ten, also two, <laughs> seven, right. I'm looking right. forward to drinking the dump yeah. bucket, basically, yes, yes. Uh, my number three was number five. Number three, number five, Iron Monger Brewing there, I, man. And I said Iron that they, Brewing. they were high up there. It's a really great beer, a really solid. Yep. I, I Actually, I thought that they were the other one that was a higher up than that. But okay. uh, uh, my number two was number ten. Number two, number 10, as you know, Sam Adams Fest beer. And my number one was actually number three. Number three, that was the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest March. How about that? Okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. That's what that. me and Nate thought was Sam Adams. Yep. We, yeah. Both, yeah. we both wrote it down. Yeah. Man. yeah. Crazy stuff. Uh, Brian, swing your mic around to know Mike Nate. There. All right. We'll do that. Nate, I know you didn't blind taste here, but did you pick favorites as we went along? So number one was definitely one of my favorites. I mentioned that earlier. Okay. I really like number 10. And All I right. previously had number five and liked it when we first had it last year and yes. this year. And it still is really high up. There it's there, me. right? Number one was the Hofbrau Oktoberfest beer. 
And uh, what was the other one you said you like? You said uh, five, you dug. Yeah, the Ironmonger Marzen and yep. the Sam Festbeer. Yeah. Yeah, man. How about it? Crazy stuff, huh? Absolutely. All right. Well, here's my blind tasting rankings. In my number three spot, number nine. Number nine was Sammy Oktoberfest. And, Brian, I noted, I didn't mention this earlier, but we always include Sam Adams. We, we do, want to yeah. do a mix of the German classics. We always want to get a little love to our locals. But, really, we want ones that anybody around the country, anybody listening to this show can go find. Widely accessible. Yes. It's interesting that Sam Adams, from year to year, is different, though. We've had a few yeah. years where they have not placed well. They did well That this was year. my point there, yeah. is that Sam Adams generally does well for us, but they have had off years. Indeed. And obviously came out strong this year uh, based on what we're looking at. So my number three was number 10, their Fest beer. My number two was number three, which was the Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Martzen. And my number one was number 10, the Sammy Fest beer. So Sam taking two of my spots there. Man. Yeah. And you know what? Number five I was playing around with there. Number five was another one that I had to – you know, kind of contend with. And what's the other one that I had on there? Eight was pretty good. You know, like number nine, my note says bang up. Great. Delicious. You know, definitely a contender is what I've got here. Number 10, tasty fest beer. My notes on number three, malty, rich, little sweet. I guess number three is Ironmonger. So did I get I also, Sierra? You know I, what? I also guess that number three was probably I had Sierra Nevada and Ironmonger backwards for me. I did as there. well. So, I did as well. Based yeah. on my recollection of the beer that I. I yeah. The one was a little bit more like what I remember the other one being. So, I mean, both really good beers. Right, right. So let's run down the list here of what we've got. Our number one that we tasted, this is going through the list in the order that we tasted them. We're just going to go through here. Number one was the Hofbrau Oktoberfest beer. Number two was Bell's Oktoberfest beer. And unfortunately, guys, I think we were kind of we, mutual that we did yeah. not care for that one. I think one, most right? of us did not care for that yeah, one. That surprises me. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we from gen- Bell's. Bell's usually yeah. does pretty good. I assume they were going to be kind of up. Yeah. 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 Well, we they missed it there. Number three, as we mentioned, Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Martin. Number four was the Yingling Oktoberfest. What are my notes on that? What do you guys think? That one think has of? a touch of tart That to one's it. a fruty, tarty. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a little tarty. And it, yeah. it seemed out of character for me, so it was never even in the run. Uncharacteristic. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the taste of it. I had it actually in my top three at, okay. until we got to the end. Yeah, hung up there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, as we mentioned, Iron Marger Martin. I've got tasty here. Tasty, malty, mm-hmm. you know, are some of my notes there that I, I enjoy. Number six, High Wire Zirkus Fest. You know what? I noticed that one was a little more bitter that was than the, my taste. I that, think was that, that was the old ale. That was the old ale. I thought that was, it was like different syrup and different. That was the joke we had. It was, it was it different, but it was syrupy. Heavier. And it felt heavier. Yeah. Do you remember what the ABV was on that? I've That's got it on the notes here if I could find yeah. it there. So, yeah. And I actually had that in my top three when I was pushing them around for a little while. The number seven the or the number six, six percent, the high six. wire? Six yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's up gotcha. there-ish, you know, not the highest maybe, but it's yeah. up there. In our number seven taste of beer was the Hackershore Martson. And uh, any thoughts on that one, guys? Anything I like to that add one. there? That one had that a little one, funk to that, it. The, I like that one. The way that one smelled, it smelled uh-huh. like noble hops. Like you could just smell old the world noble hops there. Old world German hops in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotcha. really like that one. I had that as originally, I had that as on that was up, up in the contender. That gotcha. was going to be a contender, and it, yeah. it just got lost with everything else okay. that was good. But I like yeah. there was like a. A little bit of that light struck funk. There was some like caramel to it. I, I really like that one too. Dug so that one. I'd be down yeah. with that. Number eight, Pauliner. Pauliner Martin on that one. Uh, thoughts? 
comments there? My notes were, I'm not digging this. I'm not into okay. this one. Yeah. That was the one that was, that was one for us. It was just like, it was there. It wasn't super impressive. Yeah. It was just, yeah. it was very traditional. It was very run of the mill. And okay. Yeah. And that's fair enough. That's good though. I could do, that's I could all I had it. to describe too is like just a beer, but yeah. Easy just, I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Easy it. That's what, I mean, yeah. That was one that I could see sitting down and having multiples up. It, yeah. Cranking them out yeah. there. Yeah. Yep. That's why yep. I, I put it at number two. Good cool. stuff. Well, uh-huh. guys, and I think we know because we talked about this one. Nine and ten were the Sam Adams Oktoberfest and uh, the Sam Adams Fest beer, which is new this year. Have they done Fest beer before? Is, it's I think new. it's okay. new. Yeah, October I don't Fest remember seeing it. There. I'm impressed. This is a really good outing for them. This is How they've about done that? really, really Way to well. Go, this Sammy. Time. Well done, sir. Awesome. Well, guys, we're about out of time here. Oktoberfest show. You know, check it out if you want more details. Uh, listen to the show. Definitely tell your friends to listen. Go to our website, beerguysradio.com. Uh, in the show notes, we'll have some more info on the beers that we've got sure. here. We're also going to have a link to our Oktoberfest playlist on Spotify, and you need that in your life. You so, do, yes. Huge thanks to Ant Story for, one, sponsoring the show, two, hanging out with us. Anthony brought whiskey with him as well, so we're going to post-game here a little bit. The after party is a good time. Good stuff. Nate Sheber, Cherry Street Brewing, great friend, from many, many years ago. Yes, sir. Beer and meter-long sausages and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> thank so thank you, you, you for, for having us, me out. Thank Absolutely, you. Thank guys. You. Thank you. Yeah, thank good you. time. And thank you all for tuning in and listening to the show. We appreciate it very much. Uh, join us next week uh, for something. We'll figure it out. I don't even know what we got going on, Brian. I'm not sure at We'll this figure point. it yeah. out. It's yeah. up in the air. Too. It is. Yes. But for more craft beer info, do follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Prost.